Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Well, let's go. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer in the 630 Chad Studios, along with Brendan Escott and Kellen Kennedy. And we're going to start by telling you that today is Santa's Day on 630 Chet. It's inspired by a simple wish to see every child receive a new toy at Christmas. With your help, we can make that wish come true. You can donate to 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous now by calling 587-855-1821 or visit santasanonymous.ca. You can help bring Christmas to more than 20,000 children in need by donating today. Phone bank volunteers have graciously stayed aboard for an extra couple hours, and they're sticking around late for Oilers Now listeners. Let's get to it. The Edmonton Oilers are on a heater. They've won five consecutive games, and we have a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Coming up on today's show, in about four minutes' time, the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Hockey Hall of Famer Ken Holland. At 5.35 today for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Daily Faceoffs, Frank Saravalli. At 6.05 today for GCL Diesel, Louis DeBrusque. And at 6.35 today for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shen. Speaking of Legacy Heating and Cooling, our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, what we speculated yesterday, Philip Broberg has indeed been sent to the minors. The Edmonton Oilers have uh, brought up Ben Gleason to act as the team's number seven defenseman. Ken Holland will provide us some perspective on this in about three minutes' time. Now, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780 Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. The River Cree Resort Casino Hotline is 780-496-0063. Don't miss Prism and Harlequin. Mana was playing Prism and Harlequin last night when Barry from Beggarville and the gang dropped by with myself and Cam Moon at Pub 1905. Prism and Harlequin live at the River Cree Saturday, December the 30th. Check your tickets now out at therivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it. We're going to get right into, early in the show here, an audio recap of last night's victory. And Brendan did a good job splicing this together, let me tell you, because we've, we've thrown in a little bit of a bonus for you. Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. I saw Frank from Direct Workwear last night. Check out Direct Workwear's new FR Park with enhanced warming features for only $270. Cam Moon with the call. The Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes. The anthems are done. Let's get to it. Slavin back there. He lost it, though. It's sent in front. The shot. Score! Race off to the right of Kachetkov, back to the line. It goes to Ekholm to Bouchard, down the right side to McDavid. He'll go to the net in front, scores! Matthias Ekholm set up in front of the net by McDavid. It's 2-0 Oilers. Two goals in a span of 13 seconds for the Edmonton Oilers. And again, a little bit different look for the Oilers. Nugent Hopkins wins the draw. Bouchard gets it down low to McDavid. Reverse pivots off the wall, beats his man. And then activating from the backside as a left shot was Matthias Eckholm. To Hyman in the left wing corner. 
Makes a move, he'll bring it in front, scores! What a play by Zach Hyman! And it's 3-0 Oilers. David cuts across the blue line, now to Nugent Hopkins, in front, scores! Zach Hyman makes it 4 nothing. I think we have good momentum as a group, and uh, you know, we had a good week of practice. A little bit of time off was uh, nice for us to get refreshed, and uh, I think we're all feeling good and confident right now, so it's, uh, it was a good start. Out to the middle, Kotkaniemi, his shot was blocked by Yamark. Here comes Fogel. He's got a breakaway. Fogel, the shot, scores! Warren Fogel makes it 5 nothing. Oilers! No way to lose in 50 nothing right now. I've never seen our team play this brutal, so... I, at this point, you know, I don't really, I, I'm, I'm lost for words, to be quite honest. Now to Slavin, in on the right wing, an odd man rush across to Stahl, he scores! Jordan Stahl got the pass from Slavin in a wide open net. And the puck to the blue line, kept in by McDavid. He'll go through the middle, what a move to Hyman! Scores! Patrick <laughs> goal for Zach Hyman! It's 6-1 Edmonton. That is going to be on everybody's highlight reel. A simply obscene move by Connor McDavid. He's back. That was incredible. That'll do it. Five straight wins for the Edmonton Oilers. 6-1 the final in a game that was never close. Connor McDavid indeed is back. Uh, Troy Perlowitz tweeting out earlier today, in his last 10 games, McDavid has an NHL best 22 points. He's been on the ice for over half of the Oilers' goal scored, 57%. McDavid has moved from tied from 113th to tied from 10th in NHL scoring. By the way, McDavid's got games in hand on virtually everybody ahead of him. He's anchored the line with Nugent Hopkins and Hyman. It's five-on-five scoring chance advantage together, 31-4. to this as per hockey analytics. Connor's back in a big way. The Oilers have won five straight. Uh, they're scoring goals. They're getting saves. They're killing penalties. Didn't need the power play last night. Six even strength goals. Ken Holland, Oilers GM, when we return on Oilers now. Let's get right to it. Our headliner today for our friends at Wilhock Beef Jerky is Ken Holland. Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock. W-I-L... H-A-U-K today. That's W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And without further ado, uh, we are pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Hi, Ken. How you doing? Good, Bob. Yeah, I guess you would be good. It looks like it's starting to turn here, isn't it? Well, I mean, there's still 55 games to go, so, uh, you know, we're... We're playing. You know, obviously, the five-game winning streak has got us uh, sort of back in the mix here. But we got to we got to keep uh, playing well and keep putting points on the board. All right. So in your first uh, 18 games this season, from October the 10th to November the 22nd, five on five and exclude uh, even strength, just even strength numbers, excluding empty net goals. Uh, 32 goals for, 48 against. Uh, that was in the first 18 games. 40% goal share. The expected goal share was 54.5, which was top three in the league. Your shooting percentage was 6.8. Your save percentage was 885. Your PDO, and you know what that is, was 953. Uh, you want to be at least at, you know, what amounts to uh, um, uh, 95.3 PDO. You want to be at 100. Well, in the last five games, you're just even strength numbers. Uh, 
18 goals for seven against here, plus 11 there. That's a 72% goal share. Expected goal share 63.3, which is a sign that you're playing pretty well. Shooting percentage 13.3%, save percentage 938. Um, and your combined PDO is at 107.1. Was this just a byproduct, Ken, of, you know, you were going to start to get some bounces? The, some people call PDO the luck stat. It was eventually going to turn in your favor. Or conversely, are there some significant changes, do you think, in the way the hockey team's playing, Ken? Um, well, I think everybody started out 2-9-1. and one. I thought the first 12 games... Um, you know, we we weren't playing very well, or we were playing poorly, probably in every aspect, uh, um, defensively and offensively, uh, collectively and individually. Um, we had some really good uh, moments in those twelve games. I, you know, I, I think of the uh, shooting Vancouver nineteen to two in the first twelve or fifteen minutes uh, on a road game, and going to the intermission down three um, one. Professional sport about. Uh, you know, like weather, moments and, uh, you know, I call them boo-boos mistakes, mental mistakes, and we were making uh, way too many of them, which was which was seriously uh, hindering our, our ability to, to sustain success. And I think, obviously, with the coaching change with Chris Knobloch coming in and Paul Coffey, they've, they've made some, uh, some tweaks. I think that... Um, uh, you know, we're the we're, we're the only we're one of two teams in the league that the last two years had 100 points and won a playoff round. I believe it's us in Carolina. Somebody told me that, so I believe it's it's true. I think we had the second best winning percentage over 120 games before the season started. So it's a team that has played at a high level for a year and a half, and and uh, anything that could go wrong did go wrong, um, and we were digging a big hole for ourselves. Um, Obviously, we made the coaching change, and I think, uh, you know, individually we started to play better. Collectively, we started to play better. And as you've rattled off all those statistics, I think we've been better on the penalty kill. We've been better on the power play. Uh, we're getting some secondary scoring. Our best players are playing uh, uh, close to, you know, close to the top of their game. And uh, Stu Skinner uh, has played really, really well, obviously, since we made the decision to uh, – to, to send Jack Campbell down to the American League, and he's he's taken the the you know taken the reins and uh, has responded. So uh, I think we're playing more like the team that we kind of expected um, when uh, when the season started. But obviously, uh, I think we're still six points out of a playoff spot today. So we got a lot of work to do. But uh, um, big big home game home stand here, six game home stand. <laughs> Thrilled to one last night, but another big game tomorrow night against a team that's similar situation to us. Uh, Minnesota, we're a point apart or something. So we got a, like I said, we got 50. There's, there's lots of lots of roadway left here, but we gotta we gotta keep uh, going six and four and seven and three every ten game segment now, or better. In the off season of 2015, uh, your organization in Detroit interviewed Chris Knobloch. Todd McClellan interviewed Chris Knobloch for an assistance job at Edmonton. Uh, Todd later interviewed Chris for uh, a job in Los Angeles. I don't know how much information you had on Chris. Obviously, Jeff Jackson had a lot of history watching Chris with all the clients that came through Erie over the years. What have you noticed from a, a general manager's perspective about Knobloch and Coffee that tandem so far? Um, you know, very, very intelligent, really knows the game. Um, 
Uh, you know, a great feel for the X's and O's. I very, very calm. Uh, doesn't get too high. Uh, doesn't get too low. Um, has lots of players in his office. My office is right next door to his office. Lots of players in his office. Um, you know, for one-on-one meetings. Um, I think he really, uh, you know, has um, taken lots of information from his staff, the people that were here, Glenn Gullickson and Mark Stewart, and and taken that information. And and and, and him and he and Paul, they've they've worked together as a good as a good unit. I think that uh, um, you know our defense uh, under Paul is. Uh, you know, we, we appear to be moving the puck. Uh, I, mean, I, I think that that's one of the things that Paul is really, you know, uh, we we were under Dave Manson and, and, and Woody, you know, so I think that our team got much, you know, when they took over, got much better defensively. And I think that, uh, you know, we've, we've sort of got that foundation and now we've taken that foundation, Paul Coffey and Chris, and they've added they've added to that foundation and, um, you know, maybe getting the puck moved up a little quick, a little bit, quicker a little bit better a little bit better transition um and and then ultimately in sports it's confidence you know and, and we didn't have a lot of confidence certainly the players expressed that near the end of uh, you know on that road trip down to florida when we lost you know blew a two nothing lead in tampa and then blew a two nothing lead in florida now, neither game goes to overtime you lose in regulation so you don't get a point and then we got run over in the first period in carolina and I think uh, confidence is a big, big part of, prof- of being successful in professional sports. Our confidence is very low. I think now that we've we've won five in a row, we're starting to get some goals. People are chipping in, um, and everything that's 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 transpired. I think our team has a lot more confidence. All right, we got uh, time for a couple more questions with Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Ken, a couple days ago when you were at the Board of Governors meetings in Seattle, Kevin Weeks reported that Philip Broberg's name was out there. Frank Cervelli, who, by the way, is coming up on the show at 5.35 today, uh, mentioned that uh, Darren Ferris had uh, either sought or asked permission to uh, go ahead and uh, uh, pursue options for Broberg. Ryan Rashog later reported that was indeed not the case. Um, you have the opportunity to set the record straight here. And we've we've heard Rashog's comments. There's no reason to to second guess them. You said what you said. So the bottom line is Darren Ferris at no point had permission to actively pursue a trade for Philip Broberg, did he? No. Um, and Darren and I have talked multiple times over the last three weeks. Obviously, um, Darren Ferris, as the agent for Phil, is frustrated. Um, you know, when I made the deal, you know, um, and I and I spent an hour yesterday with Philip Broberg before he uh, he's gone down to, to uh, Bakersfield to play games and, and and get himself, you know, get get playing and be ready um, when he gets an opportunity. Um, but certainly, he's frustrated. And, and when I made the deal for 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 Ekholm, um last year at the at the um, at the trade deadline, obviously Ekholm and Nurse are the you know the first couple of pairs. It, it it pushed everybody down. Kulak goes from the two hole to the three hole, and Broby went from the three hole to the four hole. And and I think I think there's one or two games maximum since the trade for Ekholm that Broberg's played when there's been six uh, defensemen drafted. It's either been uh, uh, he either is healthy scratched or we play seven and he plays uh, three, four to eight, eight, eight minutes. And it's, it, I think back to the confidence level I just talked to, you know, when you're, when you're an athlete and your, your confidence is low, it's, it's hard to do what, uh, what you do. So we've had multiple conversations. Um, I think that, um, you know, I, I did not give permission to, uh, 
to to Darren Ferris to to go out and start calling around. Um, I still I've, I've had many many unhappy players through my all my years in Detroit and my years here. Some of them maybe even here in Edmonton were were unhappy, and now they're important players on the team. That's a part of pro hockey. So you know because I've been around pro hockey so long, and I look at the bigger picture. And I'm I'm old. I've got a different perspective than somebody who's 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 young and, and sort of looking. Uh, you know, the weekend's a long way away. So um, patience, patience, patience. Things will things will work out. Um, so no, I did not give permission. I think that uh, if there was an issue, it might have been a bit of a misunderstanding. But um, you know, Darren and I, have, Darren Ferris and I, the agent, have talked about it. Uh, you know, we've got it. Uh, we got it all good. I, I spent an hour yesterday with. Uh, Philip Broberg, uh, I expect the, the athlete to be unhappy. I right. expect the athlete to be frustrated. If they're not, if they're if they're happy sitting out and they're not frustrated, they're not playing. I think we've got the wrong athletes. We we want our athletes to want to be in the lineup and 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 uh, you know he's not rooting against anybody, but certainly an athlete wants an opportunity and and they're prepared to wait. Certainly, we're talking the trade deadline goes back to March, so uh, I still believe he's a really good. But we, uh, you know, we got Darnell Nurse, we got we got uh, Ekholm, we got Kulak, who's a pro. You know, certainly Deharnay gives us a dimension of six foot seven. He plays right defense. You know, we've watched the kind of the you know the, you know Bush, uh, Bouchard uh, grow Evolve. into a, a power play guy with the loss with the, with the with the with the trade of uh, Barry. And, you know, CC's a good good solid pro. Plays twenty minutes a night against the other teams. Uh, I think he's plus six this year. He's having a good year. So you know, it's about uh, there's been nobody injury. Touch wood. Hopefully nobody gets injured. Uh, sometimes as a young player, you got to wait. You got to wait for injury, and that's that's just uh, the nature of pro sports. Can uh, we only have forty? seconds jack campbell uh at some point here most likely scenario i don't want to put words in your mouth but he'll probably get an opportunity here to to work his way back up in the nhl is that fair yes at some point in time here in the next little bit uh, i talked to i spent an hour on the phone with jack and his his, his agent uh, kurt overhart monday and he's playing this weekend and probably playing tuesday and uh in Bakersfield, play two of the next three games, and uh, you know, let's see how we're going here. Uh, but but certainly, I want to at some point in time get Jack back and give him an opportunity to get back in the net and uh, um, and hopefully contribute. Ken, as always, appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us in Oilers now. Thanks a lot, Bob. You bet. That is Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. The Oilers, uh, since Ken Holland took over in 2019, have the eighth best record in the National Hockey League. It's 5:28 in Edmonton. It is Santa's Day on 6:30. Chad, Randy Kilburn has a global news, weather, traffic update up next. Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. When we return.